1: Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: What can we do when new trucks are getting so
0: expensive, Nathan? We could try wearing different types of cologne when we go to the dealership and try to Get them to pass out if it's really, really strong stuff. Like lots of Old Spice or something? No, 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 no. Don't test the Old Spice. That's what I wear. No, no, (laughs) like like, your axe or whatever the kids wear in high school. Then you get them to surrender. But otherwise, they mark up prices and they absolutely take you to the cleaners. We don't want that. No. But, I mean, of course, used truck market is also pretty
2: crazy. But this episode of TFL Talking Trucks is dedicated to saving money
0: as much as possible, right? That's right. And so what we're going to do, amongst other things, is we're also going to talk about some picks that we did locally with trucks that are at $25,000 and lower. And we'll explain the pricing a little bit.
2: And we're going to give you our best picks. Actually, some of my dream trucks for used trucks. Uh, and maybe your dream trucks as well. <laughs> Uh, so, mid-size, half-ton, heavy duties, and also some trucks, some used ones to stay away from. To avoid a like the plague. Yes, but before we dig down into the affordable used trucks, how about we thank our supporters?
0: Absolutely, Patreon supporters are huge, and they've helped us do what we do today. So thank you, guys. Andre, who do we got this week?
2: Yes, so we actually have four people within the last week supporting mm-hmm. us on patreon.com slash tflcar, which we love your support. Uh, Matt Kolb. This is not uh, Matt who works here. It's okay. different Matt. I so. was going to say, does he want to
0: raise?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very similar uh, name to our sorry. one of our... Sorry, uh, sorry Matt. Yeah, sorry, Matt. No, Matt Kolb. Uh, Michael do, uh, donated... Mikey Moose HD. Okay. And also Joe. Joe. Fantastic. And these are the names that they provided. So, okay. So
0: I'm not making this up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's totally fine. Thank you guys so much for helping us do what we do, especially right now. It's a tough time for a lot of people. We totally, do appreciate totally. it.
2: But, but I'm shocked by the support. Yeah. Um, so uh, how, do we, how do you want to do this? So Do you want to start in the mid-size segment with our best picks, the worst picks? How do you want to do this?
0: do you want to talk about what's up on the screen first or you want to do that at the end oh yeah let's talk about what kicked us off yes. on this episode there's a reason why we decided to do this episode aside from the fact that right now things are very tough with the world situation being what it is gas prices everything else uh, and also used car bri- prices being absolutely ridiculous and then we discovered something
2: yes so this is a recent email from one of our viewers clay j uh, and he noticed, he he was one of at one of his local Toyota dealerships, he found a new 2022 Toyota Tundra, which is an no new truck, and it was marked up. And this is a simple truck, this is an SR5, this is not, you know, a platinum one, this is not a fancy it's one. It's one
0: step above the base, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it was marked up about 10K, but also it had other... Uh, you know, dealer installed tint, some other protection packages. So the price on this one was upwards of fifty-seven thousand dollars plus. Uh and yeah, this that is that truck
0: should be what a forty-five thousand dollar truck? All day long,
2: forty-four grand. And it's yeah. now at fifty-seven. So that's what kicked us off. That's be, just be, because,
0: ridiculous. Yes.
2: And this is this is not just one dealership. Many dealerships are doing these things.
0: Yeah. Now now other dealers. there are dealerships out there that are really trying to play ball properly they're doing trying to stay at msrp we know that it's difficult for a lot of dealers to do that because there's just not a lot of supply however when you're bouncing it up that much that's greed and on top of that if you're getting an SR5, you're getting a work truck, right? You're not going for all the bells and whistles. You're going for something that you can drive to work and use at work. That's the way I look at an SR5, right?
2: Yeah, you know, kind of a smaller wheels, you know, basic tires, still four wheel drive. Right? Yeah, right? But
0: not going for anything fancy, it's the, the basic right. interior. Small
2: screen, right. right? And the cloth seats, you, you want something affordable.
0: And tough that can work and that's reliable. So by overcharging somebody by that much money, who's doing it for an honest to goodness, working blue collar dude, the hell with that! I am so angry at dealerships for pulling that. And uh, hey, guys, send us emails if you find you know this happening to you. If you've seen a dealership, let us know who they are. Send it to us.
2: And also, I have a picture. If you're watching us on TFL Talk YouTube channel, you can kind of, kind of see what we're talking about. Uh-huh. If you're not watching us, listening to us, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> Of course. Uh, and so uh, what we, I also welcome is stories like this. Uh, Charlie W. sent us his nine-year ownership review of his 2013 uh, Ram 1500 truck. So if you have a truck that you've owned for several years, uh-huh. you want to give us some feedback on that truck, good or bad, uh, send it to us at ask at tfltruck.com it's a
0: good looking we'll, truck
2: we'll put it on tfltruck.com our uh-huh. website and talk about it in podcasts
0: yep uh, which is exactly what we're doing here
2: yeah so uh okay let's start do you want to start by the way uh, i picked my favorites you picked your favorites yeah and not favorites that's correct what if we picked and we didn't tell each other okay we're not
0: telling Well, we haven't told each other yet no uh, what if we picked all the same trucks we didn't. What, 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 what? We didn't. I know your taste. That's why I deliberately <laughs> no. I there. There are a couple things. For for one thing, in terms of the trucks to avoid, I guarantee you we didn't pick the same trucks. Okay. Uh, and in terms of the trucks to buy, I first of all looked at Denver. Uh, I was w-
2: looking locally too. You Colorado. but you were looking Boulder,
0: weren't you? Well, Boulder
2: Denver area. Oh, okay. I, was so on Craig- I was mostly on Craigslist. Okay, I was too. on
0: Craigslist and also on uh, Facebook uh, Market Space Place Marketplace. Yeah. So I kind of bounced between the two of them. Okay. But um, I, I mostly kept it in my neighborhood. So this is going to be a surprise. So yes. hit me with a mid-sizer,
2: can you hit me? Yes. Oh, uh, with the, this is Dubai. buy.
0: To buy, to yeah. buy, to buy I, only, on. I only have a couple to avoid. Um, but I wanted to, sh- to talk about the, I actually really like this one. And you guys know that I like Nissan trucks. They're not necessarily my favorite, but I think that they are undervalued for what they are and how good they can be. And um, just give me one second to get there. And one of the trucks that I was looking at is a 2012 Nissan Frontier Pro 4X. Um, now by the way, we decided to stick at a $25,000 and under budget. Mm-hmm. And I found one, and this thing is in great condition according to this, 77,000 miles for sixteen nine. Now, think about okay. that. That, okay. Ha- that means that it has all the components, pretty much, of everything leading up to a 2020 model, right? Before they changed the engine and then, you know, all the other stuff. And it is, it's black. It's probably the only thing. I, I would rather have a, a white truck over a black truck only because they're so hard to keep clean. But um, it's in good shape. The interior is in great shape. And the cool thing about the Pro 4X uh, models is the fact that they have a locking rear diff. And I like to go off-road. So having that is a huge thing. Yes, it has the 4-liter engine and it has the 5-speed auto. One thing I'd probably do is get this manual, which I couldn't find one um, with the Pro 4X package that that was with low mileage. But I'd get the manual because it is even more bulletproof than the automatic. Uh, The 5-speed auto, some people do have problems. I had a, a few problems with mine in my Nissan Pathfinder, which is the same basic thing just some minor issues that could be fixed. But the point is, is that I think that the, if you treat a manual properly, you can get, you know, you can make it live forever. So anyway, that was the truck I found and I loved what, it. What year did you say,
2: 2013 13 mm-hmm. Okay, but but you could technically find them, uh, like you said, 2019. You could go way back because it's uh, oh, the same thing. But they thing. get more expensive, of course. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But the 77,000 miles, low mileage. That's pretty low yeah. mileage yeah. for that money. So instead of going out and spending 40k on a new truck with or all pl- those plus buddies, or, or more, or more yeah. you can get a you know size at that price, and I think that that's a good price. And I still think they perform as good as some of these new trucks, except for maybe MPG.
2: Uh, to, just to back you up on this one, I remember this guy. Uh, there's a story from a couple of years ago from a Chicago Auto Show where this gentleman uh, near Chicago area put about a million miles on his 2007 Frontier. Yeah. Uh, and this was, a, I believe, a four-cylinder truck, you know, just a very basic for, uh, Nissan. So,
0: which, which are the best ones out there in terms of, yeah. you know, longevity.
2: And look at the condition. I mean, he, he kept it really.
0: And didn't he do, like, was it parts or something that he, that he would drive around all over the country? Uh, yeah well he delivered packages Or
2: medical I think also medical uh, so anyway great truck I would agree with you I think the four liter V6 is great yeah it, it it's was inefficient but otherwise they built hundreds of thousands of those engines
0: and they are tough as nails
2: yes so do you want to hear mine yes and this is under 25k mm-hmm. two by midsize midsize uh, I, I decided to go a little bit more un- unorthodox. Are you guys the pops? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't open. I don't know what well, I got it. Well, so what you,
0: know, you get? Oh, you so got a
2: Honda. The, the most typical thing would be to say Tacoma, right? No, uh, yeah. I, it didn't, would I be. didn't I didn't want to do Tacoma. I don't want to say that because by the way, Tacomas, mm-hmm. I just saw a t- t- 2002 model for 25k.
0: I, I, I was seeing you, you and I probably they're, overpriced. The they're overpriced. They're way overpriced. there are some you can find Tacomas, but the thing is, is that if you find one, let's say for fifteen grand, that has everything you want on it, it's going to have two hundred twenty-five thousand miles on it. Yes. So um,
2: I decided to pick, and this is actually a truck that I've been also lasting after. Okay, a twenty eleven. Which is a re, uh, one of the last of that generation. Yes. Ford Ranger, four liter V six, four wheel drive. Is it back then? They still did. Was it a splash? It could be a splash. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't care. I don't. I don't. You know, it doesn't have to be a splash. Right. Uh, but I'm trying to look up a picture of it. here. You know, my family had
0: one of those. Uh, they had a, but it's the same thing pretty much. Was a ninety three. Yeah, they had a 93 Ford Ranger with the 4 liters. Yeah, but I'm talking more recent. It's the uh. same thing, though. No, well,
2: so you know <laughs> yeah. what kicked me off? Oh, yeah. The Mazda, the B4000. Oh, right There we go. That, well, yeah. that... That's that we how the Ford... There was a 4-liter Ford, uh, and actually um, it was a kind of in a, a little bit rough shape, but then after I drove it and liked it, I decided I re- really want a more recent Ranger. Not the current generation Ranger. Yeah, yeah, the you previous, the previous one with the beefy 4-liter. Exactly. So So that's the one I would get. I found one for around $15,000 as well. Uh, if you get that one had about 130,000 miles Mm -hmm. if you get lower mileage of course the price goes up a little bit but I think a low miles 2011-ish Ford Ranger 4 liter especially with 4 wheel drive the only negative is uh, only um, extended cab they, didn't, they, they never, never sold.
0: Not here in the, in, the, in the United States, yeah, which is a real shame. And I think part of that had to do with the, uh, you know, competing with its own brands. And that's why they built the Explorer Sport. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had a, an impossibly small bed. They were kind of cool, though. You know what I like? And, in fact, you're showing a picture here. For those of you who can't see, there's a yellow Ford Ranger. They had um, a limited run on Ford Rangers that mm-hmm. had, um, they were yellow. And they're kind of like the lifeguard. Kind yellow. of themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were super cool, and they had the off-road package and everything else. I thought they looked really cool. That was that was my thing, though.
2: And my thinking for this Ranger is uh, once again they built hundreds of thousands of these. things. Yeah, they did. If, uh, I've seen one in my neighborhood, basically the same year, twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Flawless, you know. If you, if if the if the owner keeps uh, care of it, you know, they don't rest much in many places. Uh, if their garage,
0: especially, and, yeah, and I think really great truck. The size is almost ideal. You know what I mean? Like the overall length, they, they'll fit in any garage. I have a tiny garage, and I would have no problems putting one of those in there. So, yes, I would agree with you. It's an interesting choice. I was worried, not worried, but I was thinking that you were going to go for the, um, uh, the no, Honda
2: Ridgeline. Honda Ridgeline, oh, yeah, the first gen? Uh,
0: yeah, which they are. They're, they're floating around that price for a decent one.
2: Actually, Actually, that's another good one. It's I not mean, a bad it one. It wasn't. It's not on my list because I, I kind of tried to pick one in uh, each class, but both you
0: and I love that first generation. Uh, rich Line. You want you want to hear my uh, half ton choice? This is not only my half ton choice. This is my favorite choice uh, on all of these. Of them all. all of them all. Hmm. Or do you? Yeah, want to yeah, yeah. Let's hear it okay. because I, I wanted to uh, draw up
2: my favorite a little bit later. So yeah, I, and, I wanna, later. and I also want to and I
0: want to talk about the ones to avoid too because okay. I found it's interesting. I found its brother to avoid. So maybe I'll do that right after this. So what I found was a 2013 Ford F-150 XL four-wheel drive and it's the work truck. I'm going to show you what I... It's basically yours, (laughs) but 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 older. Okay, 2013,
2: so uh, kind of
0: two generations ago. Two generations ago, so it has the 5 liter, it has, I think, the 6-speed automatic transmission, Mm -hmm. both of which are known to be very, very solid. This one has if I remember, it's, what was it, 70, no, 65,000 miles. That's it. Now, I'm sure it's had a pretty hard life. Okay. The interior picks, the steering wheel looks really knackered as if somebody's really, like, spent time grabbing at it and tearing at it. But everything else looks good. And it has everything that I would want. You know, Andre and I are very basic, it's got the 373, which I think is a good. Which is good for towing. Perfect good, for towing. Yeah. It's a good trade-off. Um, i I always thought the six feet was a perfectly good transmission and i think they last a long time and i could be wrong guys if you have stories pro or con and of course that five liter i just absolutely adore that five liter so it's i think a really good choice and most importantly it is for twenty three thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars. now i think that that might be about a thousand dollars too much this is at a dealership lot but it's still not as bad, and for the low mileage, I think that that's a good price.
2: But most importantly, five liter, right? Exactly. Not an EcoBoost. Not an EcoBoost. We've
0: tested a few of
2: them. Actually, one of our first iGauntlets gauntlets that we did together.
0: Yes, that uh, that was the uh, one was, was a
2: 2013 F150, but mm-hmm. that was an EcoBoost version of it.
0: Right, right, and that so. was that, and that was when they only had that one powertrain. And I've heard a lot of people have issues with the early EcoBoosts and having to replace uh, certain components in order because of the direct injection. And they
2: were powerful but thirsty, also.
0: And thirsty but the five liter just is a solid solid engine i mean you i don't think you could go wrong i think it's one of my favorite choices and i think it's a good looking truck too so that was one of those where it's like yeah that's that's a great choice so very
2: simple uh you know it's kind of pricey i mean the mileage the low miles i think is throwing it off as well yeah i would agree um
0: and well, no, the low mileage, I think, is, is absolutely I mean, it's driving the price up. Exactly. But so. I still think that that is an okay price. I say good in today's economy. I still think it's about $1,000 too much. And I think it, you might be able to whittle them down, but it's not a dealership lot. Now, Andre, I wanted to just to continue because I'm going to go on to something to avoid. And it is its brother. Oh, what is that? Another 2013 Ford F 150. This is a platinum, but there's a problem. There's one that's visual that you could see right off the bat. What's the problem? It looks like a Raptor, but it's not a Raptor and it has a lift. But a bad thing going on with that lift. So, aftermarket lift, and then on top of that, these after we like to call them the Brodozer wheels. So, those are essentially really large, wide, deep dish wheels. With a low profile tire? With a low profile tire, which are not particularly good for trucks. If you add that a lift that has all been done without you and they're asking 23,009 and they're also saying that it's a salvage title. What? Everything about this truck is a red flag. Everything about it. Okay. So yeah. so real quick, I'm going to do my rant then I'll just uh, stop. And I have a story connected to it which I'm looking forward yes. to hearing. Um, avoid a salvage title at all costs. Not only that, but you need to check in case you absolutely have to get a truck that has a salvage title. Uh, because of good pricing or whatever, check with your insurance company to make sure that that truck can actually be covered. Because in some cases, it will not be covered. In some states, it will not be covered. And also, you don't necessarily know what the damage is. They're supposed to disclose some of it, but not necessarily all of it. There there are a variety of different laws. You need to check and make sure. I do not recommend getting, first of all, a salvage title ever. And then on top of that, getting a vehicle that's already been lifted, especially one like this, where the lift wasn't really done for, off-roading it was done for looks obviously because you have those deep dish wheels with the the crap rubber not built for off-roading not at all in fact they're lifting and lowering it at the same time which makes no sense to me that type of setup is strenuous for your drivetrain it's strenuous for your axles it's not a good thing for brakes it's just a bad idea so everything about this truck screams stay away And um, when I was picturing
2: the best trucks, like you said Frontier, I said Ford Ranger. Uh Uh, I'm picturing in my mind, and the images we're showing you are stock trucks. Yes, yes, yes. Specifically stock. Not lowered, not lifted, not anything else.
0: I mean, a stereo, if they put a stereo on it, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you you got to go. But in in terms of, you, you want it, one of the important things is being able to take it to a dealership mechanic and have them service it, if necessary, with OEM parts. And the more crap you add to a vehicle, the less the chance of it actually being able to even use OEM parts, much less have a warranty. In some cases, some of these trucks could still have their warranty. Yes, and so I have a sort
2: of connected Please. to this because we've been uh, shopping for big giant SUVs <laughs> for our Go Big series. Right? Yes, yes, uh, which is actually coming to TFL Truck really in the, soon in May. Yeah, so co- within the, within a the few weeks. Uh, And we uh, we, uh, You know how I love And Mr. Truck loves Quadra Steer Yes Four wheel steering On older GM trucks Delco right? No no, uh, But it's GM Yes I forget. Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah. we found this heavy-duty Suburban, which is already hard to find, mm-hmm. with steer. That's rare. That's yes. like a unicorn. Yes. And the price was right. It was like $9,500 $9, $9, or something. Or which is perfect,
0: because our, our our budget was ten grand.
2: Yeah. So uh, it was snowing, but no matter. I said, I want to go check it out. We called the uh, gentleman who was selling it. Uh, I met him near uh, their house at the grocery store. And here it is, pulls up. Uh, and the picture showed it s- with a slight lift, so I was expecting it to be lifted. Mm-hmm. Well, it had a significant lift, I want to mm-hmm. say 3 to 4 inches. Uh-oh. And slightly larger tires, but beefy off-road tires, so properly properly done tires. Okay, And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is okay, I mean, l- let me drive it. So we jumped in, mm-hmm. I started driving it, the steering felt loose. You know Mm. it accelerated okay steer worked oh i I was Uh, making uh. this tight turns uh, especially in the parking lot and it turns like a small economy yeah it turns amazingly and then we accelerated it had good acceleration and then i said well um i need to check the vin and what's the history of this truck Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to share a lot of information i was like do you have the title can you show me the title he's like no my title is at home what And then I said, well, and he said, oh, but I have an emissions, uh, uh, it passed emissions. So he showed me an emissions uh, slip.
0: So so what? And
2: and then, come to think about it, I ran the VIN, Mm -hmm. finally, because I got the VIN, finally, when I was there. Salvage title. (laughs) You know, that that seller wasn't, he wasn't upfront about it. He didn't say it was a salvage title. I had to find out for myself. But... (laughs) In the, in, the, in the VIN check, mm-hmm. it said heavy rear collision. So I think what was going on, whoever did it, I don't think he actually lifted it, but whoever did it tried to mask the accident by lifting the truck. You know what I'm saying? Making it more desirable, maybe, to somebody. Lift
0: it up, then that way they're able to pluck what's, you know, the rear components out, replace them, and then add a bunch of off road components. Oh, yeah. The The
2: airbag light was on. Uh, That's not Uh, bad. It had some other service light was on, not the check engine light, but uh, just, uh, what was it? like ABS steering, lights, st- steering system check or stability track check or oh, something like that. Oh, that's that's all bad. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> everything about that truck said go away. So
0: walk away. So yeah. we, did, we did walk. Oh, what a Be- shame though. Because
2: but it still was a heavy duty suburban. But,
0: yeah, with the steer which would probably fetch another 5 or 6 grand if it weren't for if all that. If it the had crap. a clean title. And yeah. that's one of the pro- and you know that's one of the problems about going on Craigslist or, you know, community any of these things is the fact that uh, I've gone to many people we've done this we've done these things a few times now where we've gone up and found out at the last minute oh it has a salvage title or it won't smog or the brakes don't work or I'm living in the truck I mean stuff like that has happened to us and if it's happened to us and we're kind of doing it random it could happen to you guys so all those things are obviously red flags. And we didn't be interested, by the way, in the comments below for you to mention some weird exp- uh, buying experiences that you guys went through. But now, now, we need to move on to heavy-duty drugs. No, no. I
2: have oh, one. you haven't done your half-ton yet. I haven't done my half-ton. Oh, so yeah. Can, sorry, I, can so I do that? Yes, of course. Um, um, sorry. So let me see if I can pull this up. Well, I'm trying to do this in real time, so I uh, apologize because this was a surprise. Oh, this is not working. Uh, uh, I, guess- I, I chose... A tundra okay so and I th- very specifically very specifically I chose a 2006 and let me explain is
0: that w- when they made the change to the new body style, or right before no right before the new That's body the last style. of the first generation then yes but okay. I'm
2: talking about the four-door version you yeah, know yeah, yeah, remember yeah. the bigger ones sure yes so uh, here's one image of it and and we'll show you uh, you know many more many more images of this but um, what i love about this and this is kind of one of my one of my trucks i eventually want to own for a while oh i'm not doing really well no you anyway don't. uh the image you can see on the screen uh, is basically they call it a double cap 2006. Mm-hmm. so it has still a fairly sizable bed mm-hmm. uh, a, a typical crew cap truck five Do- foot bed right roughly no i think it was like five and a half or six really that actually really I mean, usable yeah that's
0: even better um, and best
2: of all a 4.7 liter v8
0: which are known to be remarkably bulletproof. Yes. Not
2: necessarily that powerful, but they run forever. Exactly. Not super powerful, but nonetheless, um, really, really well. You know, durable. Uh, the engine code was two UZFE. Um, it's one of the famous engines. Um, some of the you know one mile, one one million mile tundras had 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 very similar engine. Right. So. So yeah, so four point seven. I think it made about like two hundred and sixty horsepower. So not a lot of horsepower, like about three hundred and thirty pound feet of torque. It was also used in the Lexus LX. It was used in Land Cruisers. Some Forerunners used it. Yep. Uh, GX Lexus uh, SUVs used it. It was used, you know, in many many vehicles. It was
0: their utility engine. It was a go to engine. It was excellent. And I found
2: one, unfortunately lifted. Uh. So I wouldn't recommend the lifted one. Right. (laughs) But that was about twenty four grand. So they are still valuable, obviously very, very valuable. How many miles did it have on it? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember? I think like one hundred seventy thousand. Oh, that's just breaking it so, in, as some people would say. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you keep if you take care of this one, it will last a long time. uh Remember, during COVID, some of the initial phases of COVID, we had. Uh, home edition doodle of my truck
0: yeah which was really popular and we got some great stuff in a yeah, lot of that was the guy from texas right yeah and
2: that one of those videos was about that
0: tundra mm-hmm.
2: um, so uh and, and he actually repainted it yeah it it had some it, issues it was, with paint
0: right right well it, it, it was built here in the states and it's interesting you mentioned that one of my dream trucks has been the t100 it's Mm-hmm. Baby brother. It's, it's, yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's grandfather. It's predecessor. Yeah, yeah, grandfather. The first attempt by Toyota to make a full-size truck, and they built one that had uh, a TRD. You, you could get a TRD supercharged V6 with it, and oh, I really man. wanted one of those yes. with a manual. Ah, oh, that would have been awesome. Uh, those, so the first-generation Tundras, you could get the V6 four-wheel drive and a manual transmission, but only with the standard cab or the extra cab, not the crew cab. I think I believe
2: I believe that's correct because most of the I think all of the bigger ones were V8s. Yeah, I think you're right Yeah,
0: and and cool trucks. Yeah, and some of them are still stock So did the four-door have the window that went down in the back? I know that the uh, extra cab did Yeah, I I believe so. I don't remember exactly specifically, but anyway
2: They have TRD offered versions of this Mm -hmm. and that's especially when stock, you know not lifted uh I, I think this is not my number one overall pick but i think in the half halftone segment i think this is one of the best original trucks it's
0: it is you can't go wrong with it if you want longevity and if you're also looking for a truck that's a little bit more commuter cross-country runner as opposed to something that you're going to work you know use your job you'd want to go heavy duty with that anyway right
2: yeah, so do you want to switch to heavy-duty picks? Yeah. Do you want to go first,
0: or do you want me uh, to go first? Uh, well, we've been kind of uh, letting you go, so <laughs> do you want to look that up? Yeah, uh, give me one second here. And while I do, um, I wanted to make a comment about heavy-duty trucks, because there's a real difficult thing. Um, if Case were to have found, Case, our you know, presenter or videographer, yeah. found out that I was doing this, he'd take me aside and said, why aren't you getting a Cummins? Y'all got to get a Cummins. Make sure it's a Cummins. And I thought I, no. I, I think he would say second gen Cummins. I he, mean second mind, gen Dodge Ram with the Cummins. He would yes. he would reach way up to my shoulder and say, you know, y'all got to get Ooh. that. And um, I, you know, honestly, yes, but it's really hard to find for the price that we're talking about with okay mileage on yes. it, right? Yes. So what I did find that I thought was a pretty cool setup is a 2014 gmc 2500 hd but it has the engine that you and i I think both agree that is just an unsung hero and that's the six liter v8 and it's hooked up to a six-speed automato not not the eight this is the six speed well not the four not no 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 no, no, no. not the the previous ones and so it is i wouldn't say bulletproof but i think there's an awful lot of gm people out there who have just said again and again that this setup while it may not be the most efficient is remarkably capable and remarkably robust and i would agree and this is a long bed um i I can show andre this picture here you said 2014 correct yep okay so the one you
2: found was kind of a work version of it it's
0: a work version once again i'm going towards the basic and this one has a work rack on the roof that's not a modification to worry about although that will tell you something that it's been used that has been worked it's been worked so I, I absolutely adore that. How engine. much?
2: How much money did you uh, find it for? nine
0: nine five. So basically twenty grand. Okay. And I think that, and, and also the mileage on it, it had a hundred and seventeen thousand. Sorry, one hundred and seventy thousand miles on it. But I still think that as long as it was maintained, and according to this, it's been well maintained. Um, this is one of those vehicles that can go a quarter of a million miles if it's maintained well. Um, And I just think it's just a strong, strong truck. Very, very capable. Yeah, crap mileage, but you're getting a heavy-duty truck. So basically, the way you
2: went with your heavy-duty choice, uh, because the budget-minded, right? Because Mm -hmm. we are budget-minded. You couldn't find, you know, more recent truck with a diesel engine because those prices are way above. (sighs) They're way up there Um, and also
0: over 200,000 miles for almost every single one I found that was within, you know, that, that I would want. All the trucks that I've been selecting have a been four-wheel drive because we live in Colorado and not having four-wheel drive here can be an issue, especially right now, it's snowing outside right now. Um, so that's what I wanted to choose. And in this particular case, I thought of a truck that's strong, fairly inexpensive to maintain because it's a work truck and it has what I think is a very reliable V8 and a very strong uh, automatic transmission. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: So for my heavy-duty pick, I had a tough time because yeah. I'm i sure you did. You know me. I love heavy-duty trucks mm-hmm. in general. And by, since we're buying used—because new, forget about it. Ah, uh, yeah. 75000 85000 You know, we just did the video I gauntlet mm-hmm. this week that hasn't published yet. We were comparing a $68,000 diesel Ram to a $76,000 diesel Chevy. Just nuts. So numbers. those prices are kind of way in the stratosphere. Right. So I went older mm. because I wanted like 25K was our, is our budget. So I went older. I, I thought about Case, of course, <laughs> because he owns uh, basically, you know, the second generation, one of the, um, well, the last year for that was 2002. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly his truck, but 2002 Ram second generation truck, Dodge Ram at that point, mm-hmm. uh, with a 5.9 liter 24 valve Cummins diesel. I, I had trouble finding them under 25K, yeah. but I did. Okay. And a couple were high-mileage examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, by high-mileage, I'm, I'm saying approaching 200,000 miles. Yeah. But still, that's a solid powertrain. Yes, it is. Um, especially if the transmission was taken care of or maybe it has a newer transmission attached Case to it. Case would
0: swear that it goes a half a million miles without so a problem. Yes, and yeah.
2: he actually tuned his truck. Oh, itself. like ridiculously. And by tuning, I mean hardware tuning, not yeah. software tuning. No, no. You just know, injectors. You
0: practically have to take coal from under the ground and shove it into the truck, burn it, and then it'll run. That t- it's, yeah. Seriously, it's that, that ancient in that So respect. one of
2: those I found for under 25 k then I also went to Ford. I mm-hmm. uh, looked at the 2002 F Super Duty with a 7.3 uh, liter turbocharged
0: diesel, the Power Stroke. Now, the Power Stroke. There are some people who swear by them and some people who hate them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that the Cummins might have a better reputation than In the Power Stroke. Yeah,
2: um, but the 7.3, the original 7.3, mm-hmm. and specifically 2002-ish, 2003. Yeah, that was some of the last years of that engine. In that truck, right? Uh, highly sought after. Those engines are also sought after in the excursion. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yeah, they are, as, as we found out <laughs> recently. Yeah, uh, because we couldn't afford one. No, um, close. So, but I still found one under 25k. Uh huh. So that's possible. And but that but my top choice and my dream truck still. Oh. Is 2006 very specific? 2006 Chevy Silverado heavy duty diesel Duramax Allison combo.
0: Wow. So we both chose a GM product for a heavy duty. Yes. That's interesting. Because this have, is my number one. Yeah. So, that's uh, your number uh, one out of all the picks. Out of,
2: out of the Ranger, out of the Tundra, out of the, some of the other heavy duties, my number one pick for 25K. And here's the, here's why. Okay. So as you may know, I owned the 2002 Duramax yeah. um, Allison truck. It was a Chevy Silverado 2500. I've had great uh, – I owned it for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm had great experience other than failed injectors, which was a huge pain.
0: And major expensive.
2: Very expensive. I, I think I paid almost $4,000 to actually get that job done and replace the injectors, mm. but it was done. Uh-huh. And I sold it years ago. Yeah. Uh, but in 2006, they replaced the five-speed Allison with a six-speed Allison, mm. which is, which was used for years. And yeah. It's a really great transmission. Mm-hmm. It also made the truck a little bit more efficient, mm-hmm. extra gearing. Uh, also, the engine was updated a little bit for better emissions, uh, but still no DEF. This was before the DEF. So they are using heat. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. so this was before DEF um, regulations and all that stuff. Gotcha. So these these trucks, and I don't think I'm giving a secret away. No. Uh, I think these are very sought-after trucks because they're powerful, they're pretty efficient, um, before DEF. And... uh, I think that's my top pick right there.
0: Okay, so my top pick was the Ford F one hundred and fifty with the Coyote. With the Coyote, and your top pick was the Chevy Duramax. Duramax six speed. Six speed. Interesting. Um, and both of us chose very different all, all, all throughout. Actually, so yeah. Not, so we didn't step on each other's toes on this at not, all.
2: Not. No. Not really. I'm impressed. Um, and also, so by the way, that Allison. Uh, the way you kind of know that it's a six-speed 2006, mm-hmm. um, the little Duramax badge also has an Allison badge attached to it. No kidding. And the previous ones did not.
0: Oh, okay. So that's kind of visually, it's one of the So cutest. it's a very limited amount of time that they actually had that badging then.
2: Yeah, well that badging continued a little bit later, mm-hmm. but then of course DF systems came in, and of course the new Duramax engines came out, the new uh-huh. versions of it. So, But 2006 is one of those great years, and you know how I remember this, 2006? Hmm. 6.6 6
0: liters, 6 speed. Got it, 6.6. It's, six, six, it's six, kind of six, the eight. devil of it, the truck. It, it's a devil of a truck. Wow, <laughs> you went there instead of me. I, I think, right? think I'm, six, 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 I'm rubbing off on you. Well, they, actually, actually, four sixes. Four sixes. That's, that's, the, that's the like Vegas. Uh, Lucifer's cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We just yeah. went, to a, we went to a dark place. Um, so... It's interesting, um, those trucks that, that we're talking about, we're trying to do it through the everyman approach. And the reason we chose $25,000, I, I came up with this. Initially, we were going to go thirty, dollars But, um, you know, recently I was online, you know, over, the, I'd say, the past year, And this is with my whole Mitsubishi debacle and everything else. But I was looking at vehicles around twenty-five grand, and the reason I was doing that is because a lot of companies, including banks and also finance companies online and all that, twenty-five grand is sort of a a stopping point before you jump to the higher thirty-five, forty-five, fifty-five thousand-dollar vehicles. So twenty-five is sort of a blanket number for financing. You mean for financing and yeah, yeah, but it's not just with you know car dealerships and whatnot and banks they deal with, but also your Local bank, yeah. even Wells Fargo in that case. So I noticed that, and so at least in my case, I thought mm, 25 is kind of a stopping point. And also, if you think about financing, because a lot of guys don't have 25k sitting in their wallet, twenty five thousand dollars over the course of say uh, four years of financing, I think that's a realistic amount if you put down, let's say, ten percent that you could pay off within four years making, you know, decent wages. So that that was kind of the way I was looking at it. So that's why I suggested 25K.
2: Makes sense. And actually uh, for $25,000 in all the segments we mentioned, I think still, even in this economy, in this kind of tough time in 2022, I think it's still relatively easy to find something good. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe how about in like a couple of weeks? How about we make it more challenging for Mm -hmm. one of these podcasts? Do you want to drop the price? Maybe go to ten. Or something that will be state. challenging, yeah. Because for heavy duties, it would be very hard. We would have to spend some time, a long time, looking. Maybe country, out nationwide. Yeah, maybe nationwide. I, I think we'd have
0: to look out of state. And so that would be
2: s- that would be interesting. That um, would be a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, some stuff to stay away. Oh please. Uh, some additional stuff. Yes, hit it. Um, so, for example, the six liter Power Stroke. Mm. I mentioned the seven point three liter is right. a good one. The 6-liter and the 6.4-liter were some of the engines right after that, mm-hmm. in 2000s and um, into early 2010s. Right. And um, those engines had problems, many problems. Like we know uh, somebody who had a 6-liter powered uh, excursion. Mm-hmm always in the shop. Yeah. Uh, So um, even, so yeah, so a lot of problems with those engines, I would kind of be very careful. Some people modify them and kind of bulletproof those engines, but that's rare, you know, it's rare to find a good one. Um, Also recent years, eight speed um, GM light duty transmissions, right? I'm talking about Colorado, Canyon, Silverado, and Sierra 1500s. So some of those eight speed automatics are known, are not, don't have a good reputation, so.
0: Yeah, and if we're going in that direction, we should probably talk about Ram and their older, uh, or FCA and all that. Their four-speed automatic transmission, and that had a <laughs> reputation, as we know. Um, we've had two cases of this, Yes. Uh, of cratering. It's an unusual transmission, actually. It's not as simple as just being a four-speed, but there's a whole different story there. So uh, we're talking about on Ram 1500 pickup trucks, and we're also talking about... Uh, Some Jeep, Jeep products. Right? Yeah, including the Grand Cherokee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. a whole different thing. So... Uh, Keep that in mind as well. Um, there are some combinations out there that are solid, too. I mean, super solid. And we've, that's one of the reasons why we chose what we chose.
2: Yeah, and that's why I still have uh, the Ram 1500 picture here. Because for 2013, the, which is this year, the Hemi with an 8-speed ZF automatic. Mm-hmm. Mwah, but it's a little bit above the $25,000 level. Yeah, uh, But but the uh, actually, you know, a lot of people badmouth the Hemis, uh, badmouth the 8-speeds. Uh, I but but a been, lot of our experience have been super positive, and a lot of you guys also say it's super positive. I've
0: received things. a ton of emails from people saying that uh, Ram gets a really bad reputation. They don't deserve it if you get that powertrain. Uh, also, some other people have said that the uh, Pentastar is quite good, but I find that the Pentastar is an overtaxed powertrain, um, and, and that's one of the issues. If you're just using it on a parts truck or something like that, something that doesn't have to really pull a lot or haul a lot, I think it's fine. That with the eight-speed, but if you're towing with the Pentastar, I think that even medium loads are a little too much for that powertrain.
2: Totally, and uh, the reason why I picked a heavy-duty truck as my top pick for this 25k budget is because they they should last longer, right? They should heavier axles, heavier frames. You know suspensions all that stuff mm-hmm. should last you longer time which
0: is one of the reasons why I mean I, I and I agree with you and I still think that the Chevrolet that I chose that thing just is, looks like a beast and it looks like it would last you and I have had very good experiences with the 6-liter V8 yeah. and that's in six many feet. vehicles including the yeah. Hummer H2 exactly yeah and, and that was the only thing that worked well on it as far
2: as I was concerned exactly <laughs> a lot of other things had problems but the engine always was strong it wasn't
0: necessarily a powerful powertrain but it did the job yeah you know exactly. and it just was solid exactly so that's my point there so let us know your feedback as well absolutely some of your picks now by the way uh, you mentioned go big so i wanted to quickly throw that out there uh once again we are doing a series just like we've done in the past we've done two other series that are connected to this which is uh, no payment needed we were talking about budgets well there we go initially our first budget was five thousand. Five thousand, and that was for pickup trucks that was before prices went crazy. Yeah. And then it was $2,500 and we got four-wheel drive trucks-ish type things. And including a Jeep. Including yeah. a Jeep. Uh, and that was our recent series and that one wrapped up six months ago or something yeah, like about that. About half a year. Yeah. yeah. And now we're doing Go Big and that's another part of the Go Big, or the Go Big, the uh, No Payment Needed series. And that series basically means that the three trucks will be bought, giant SUVs, and we're gonna turn them into budget overlanders. And take them to Moab. Of course, our favorite place. Of course, and we're gonna hit some pretty hard trails. This is not gonna be one of those things where we just take it through the desert. So, stay tuned for that. That series is almost finished, and... Well, uh, we've
2: been filming a lot. We've been doing a lot of um, filming. If you watch TFL Classics, you may have noticed uh, Tommy did overviews of those vehicles already. Yeah, shortly after we bought them. Very, very popular: Escalade versus Excursion versus Suburban. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and yeah, but stay tuned to TFL Truck because we have what? Drag racing, of course. We have towing, uh, and Toby, our mechanic, looks at them and Mm -hmm. makes fun of me, of course. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then uh, towing, like you said, and also Moab and serious off-roading. And it's gonna be—you'll be interested to see how we modify these vehicles because it's not normal because we're not normal at TFL. Well, thank you for joining us
2: here at TFL Talking Trucks podcast. Uh, be sure to check out also TFL Talk, our sister podcast. Yep. And um, check us out at
0: com. Guys, thanks for joining us. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.